sitting around watching TV in the middle of the day, but I had it on in the background. I had CNN dot live in the background at work. Michelle's a queen. That purple was too good. As soon as Mama Kamala puts us all in jail, Michelle's going to be queen. It's going to be luscious. My gosh, there's a lot. Uh, I heard of my favorite podcast this week about this guy, uh, Steve Bing. Did you listen to this yet? Yeah, I heard about it. Okay, good. Uh, we, listened we, we listened to the same thing. And who? Yeah. He, apparently he was a Hollywood guy. He was apparently friends with Bill Clinton, and then he jumped to his death from the 27th floor of a high-rise of luxury apartments. He also... The reason I wrote this down is because he wrote Kangaroo Fucking Jack. Did you ever see Kangaroo Jack? Yeah, the classic. It has that guy from Sliders in it. I don't know if it's a classic. Yeah, that guy wanted so bad to be famous, the lead in that movie, but that was a failure. So he probably should have been thrown off the balcony for that. Jerry O'Connell. Who? Jerry O'Connell's the guy. He has like a perfect face, but in a creepy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he looks like a fucking carny. He looks like a. Yeah. He reminds me of this dickhole I went to school with named David <laughs> something that was, uh, like so smarmy. And then years later, I met like I met this like drunk eyebrows. guy at a bar who started talking to me and my buddy, uh, R.I.P. And uh, he started showing us pictures of his his daughter's like shit bird boyfriend, and it was this <laughs> fucking kid, David. I'm not gonna say his last name. <laughs> It was just fucking, and then you know why I hated him is because he used to call me a dick shark. <laughs> Wait, okay. I was brand new in third grade. I seriously did not write any of this down. I can't believe that you just did this to me. So he used to call me a dick shark, and what they would do is they would all run around the jungle gym and scream dick shark and point and try to stay away from me, oh even God. though I didn't consent to any game playing. <laughs> I didn't I didn't consent to a game of... Consent. I said, guys, yeah. why are you calling me that? They said, this is the game we play. If you're yeah. it, you're the dick shark. And whenever we see you, we have to scream dick shark so everyone else knows where the dick shark is. <laughs> and then they would run... Over, but I didn't agree to be it, but they decided I was playing and I got to be it. And this cocksucker David. Uh, so uh, he would start it off with that. And then one time he cold cocked me in the side of the head for some reason. Like he was, we were beefing about something, I guess. And we he were lying. Back to you with his dick? No, 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 no. No, cold cocking just means he punched me in the side of the head when I didn't know it. And I fell all the way down and I was so shocked I couldn't even really get mad. I, I mean, oh I was really dazed. <laughs> then years later, I meet this blackout drunk older guy at a bar. Look at this piece of shit. Who says my daughter's dating this piece of shit? It was totally this kid David, who was like, oh, was always man. was always kind of a wannabe. He was an attractive kind of like, uh, but in a creepy way. No, he was like a handsome young guy, but he yeah, his like his inner spirit was creepy. Like you didn't trust him, but he always kind of looked happy. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm like, what is he doing? It's like he it's right. he always kind of had a smile on his face, like he just like shit his pants and he's waiting for everyone to smell it. <laughs> But you always yeah. felt like it wasn't that he shit his pants. You always felt like that he was going to, like, brutally rape the shit out of you in your sleep. <laughs> right. right and, right. and so then, just now, we're talking about this piece of shit movie, Kangaroo Jack. And yeah. Jerry O'Connell O'Connell looks just like this cocksucker David that punched me in the side <laughs> of the head and called me a dick shark. And you know what? I'm glad his dad didn't own that piece of shit condo he always lived in. Oh! That was good. Um, so, but you know, what's so funny is my dad had this bout of mania, I think at one point where we were probably a little too old 
to have a fun morning at the movies with Dad the way he was playing it. But he was so excited about it that it, he was being really cool. So we had a really good time. And we went to go see Kangaroo fucking Jack, like opening weekend. And we had TGI Fridays or some shit for lunch. We each had like nine buckets of popcorn because this is when you would get the free refills. Oh, yeah. Dude, us, those three fucking cave trolls walking in there with our Tasmanian devil <laughs> muscle shirts, probably. Yeah, right. yeah I'll take there three big pieces of shit to see Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Paris Cinema. How can we help you? Hi. <laughs> We are three cave trolls here to see Kangaroo Jack and just bring in the corn. Did you see? You remember Fellowship of the Ring? I remember. When the cave troll comes in, when they're in the mine kingdom with all the dead bodies. Okay, so that's what me and my dad and my brother, we each looked like one of those. Sauntering up to the Depair Cine, getting out of my dad's pickup truck with camouflage on the side of it. A big, big white truck with a camouflage detail decal across the bottom. And we're all wearing, like, Cancun t-shirts. Right. Having never been to Cancun. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the point. And we're walking up like this. Hi, we heard about this movie called Kangaroo Jack. Me and my large sons would like to fight over popcorn and snarl in the back of a theater full of children for three hours while we watch the cinematic masterpiece kangaroo jack smoking is there a smoking section no he never smoked i saw him smoking a cigar one time at a washer tournament but i think he was just blackout drunk he was not a big smoker he's not a big never was a big smoker has never been um so I thought it was so weird. So you know how the universe does that, where it brings details from my past back into my life? Yeah. What are the odds that my favorite podcast is going to have an episode named after the guy that wrote one of the only movies I ever saw with my dad in the theater? My dad does not go to movie theaters very often. Wow. Ever in his life. Because you know why he falls asleep. He gets yeah. too relaxed and he falls right asleep. I do it too now. It's crazy. We oh, I was trying to have a romantic date with my wife. Uh, like just, <laughs> this is pre-COVID, yeah. so we may not have even been married yet. But it was that maybe year we got married, so two years ago. Is unwanted genitalia weighing you down? Are you tired of the scratching and the turning, the flipping and the flopping, the constant unwanted attention? At Johnson Hope, we take pride in our care for our patients with a guaranteed one-time operation, or your money back. No more phone calls and fussing with other doctors and even lawyers when surgeons promise an entire penis removal but refuse to follow through. Don't hesitate. Call now at 818-768-9999. That's 818-768-9999. And book your free consultation today and take your first steps to better living. Anyway, anyway, yeah, no, I would just, I, I could knock out all that food that she had in, in one drunken evening. I'm pretty sure I've done it recently. Last oh. night I ate a $16 worth of White Castle just out of oh, self-loathing. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Why? Were you mad? No. Where is there I, even a White Castle I just saw you? a White Castle and I was like, you know what? Fine. I haven't had it in a while. I got me some chicken rings and I got me some double cheese sliders and I had to like fight off my cat the entire time I was eating them. You got them all the way home? 
I eat the chicken rings on the way home. Let's be honest. That wasn't going to happen. Well, no, I mean, I'll, I'll buff the whole meat. I, I, that's not something I would want to bring into no my house. No dipping sauce. You didn't sauce the rings? They were out. They had a sign on the on the thing. They that said, said we, we don't have of, any sauce. Out of ranch. They were out of uh, They were out of uh, honey mustard. They were There's out of honey I mustard? Mm-hmm. I would have just left. No, that was there for, I don't understand. I was there for the raw goods. Here's what I don't understand is why you go from um, casually... Yeah, I'll just have a little bit of White Castle. Yeah, $16 worth of White Castle. So it wasn't really like a little... But here's the thing. If I'm having White Castle, I have to, I leave my house specifically to go straight there, and I eat it before it even makes it back to the house. Because that craving is so acute. That's dangerous. Just the like playing Pokemon so Go acute, while driving. Though, it's dangerous. It's so rare that I crave White Castle that like it's a very specific thing. Now, you're saying that just coincidentally you happen perchance upon... A White Castle, well, and then you said, "Oh, okay, I'll do that." But then it wasn't a deal breaker that they didn't have the fucking honey mustard for the chicken ring. Well, Jacob, you also have to understand that we have to support local businesses. You know, there are no White Castles in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, I spent two years in that city, and I did not have White Castles the entire time for two years. Sometimes when I buy White Castles, I just got to support them. Also, segue: Did you uh, hear about Jack in the Box? Yeah, the the guy that owns like seventy of them here locally is going bankrupt. Straight up bankrupt. What was the category eleven? Whatever. I don't chapter know. eleven. Chapter, yeah, Good that one. God, you may be subliterate. I just I didn't go to college enough. I went to junior college twice. It's like a theme of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. It's okay. My friend I, went imagine to... not being able not being able to get Jack in the Box tacos for your poor mother when she's hungover after a night of whiskey. Drinking well, that's with her the friend. thing. We I mean we have to have one for mother. Yeah, that one just if that one could stay like going at 55 in Bayless. I think that's all we need. The rest can just can get shut down. you not dox my poor, sweet, elderly mother? She didn't even live close to there. It's just close enough to there. That's the closest jack-in-the-box to her. It really says nothing about where but she But here's is. the thing. Now they can just hit that jack-in-the-box. They know how to hit us where it hurts. It's true. That'd all my haters out there. I remember one time I was sent to get 25 tacos from that jack-in-the-box, and they were very oh, upset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't tell if they were more upset that it was an uneven number. Or I've hit them with, more no, you know what? When I hit them with 40, it was the one on Telegraph. Why would you do that? 40 tacos. It wasn't for me. It was I was for the whole crew. That was like whole oh. crew love. Thank you. We did a Friendsgiving one year where um, we all brought our favorite fast food. Somebody brought a Crave case of yeah, the Whiteys. It's the easiest way to go. And uh, I think I brought a bunch of Jack in Box tacos. And did, I think, do you see that they have a smaller version of the Crave case now? The Crave case is 30, then they have a 20-pack. The Clutch. The Crave Clutch, yes. Yeah, a Clutch is like a wallet purse that a lady might carry. You know, if you paid for it, I would eat a whole Crave Clutch on camera for your people. Well, go get it. I can do this by myself not for right 15 now. minutes. No, I'm not prepared for that today. Do it. Do it. No. Oh, would that be sweet? Okay, somebody drop me 15 bucks. Another time. In the chat, and I'm going to send Clay to White Castle I don't to get. Feel like doing. Where's the nearest White Castle? Kings, Highway, Kings brother, Highway, brother. Right it's right there. there. I don't want to go into Princeton Come Heights to get on. fucking White Castle. I just want to sit here. Come I did not mentally prepare myself for this situation. I'm drinking beer. I'm already that's bloated. True. I can't do it. Yeah, that's true. You have a little nose candy, you fucking bastard? No. Me neither. Who does? Oh, my God. In this economy? Right? And during a pandemic? A pandemic. And then you're going to put it in your nostril. This is exactly what I said. In your nostril? It's nose to nose. That's how the virus spreads. I thought it was about bat soup. But then it got in the guy's nose because he sneezed while he was eating the soup. And then the soup particles got in his nostril cavity. You know, like when it feels like you're drowning, but it's soup? That makes sense. And that also explains... Uh, and uh, that's that how the bat toxins yeah. got into his brain. And it came and from China, It's where from... in major cities they already wear masks because of the smog levels. Mm-hmm. 
Listen, I don't get me canceled. We're it's only genius. We're only twenty one minutes in. People I'm are just actually saying, watching this. If there is one way to really, I can't take have out you say anything xenophobic so on my podcast. Over, man. Wow, they are crafty. But yeah, that, so that's exactly though. He was wearing a mask, but the bat particles got in his nose from the soup. Makes sense. You ever smell soup? It's like the best part of the soup. Well, you gotta sniff it. You ever get a big old bowl of takatsu ramen and just fucking? Well, and what if you don't oh. know if it's like butternut squash or cheese? You gotta smell it so you know which way it's going. Because if you think you're getting a mouthful of cheese and it's butternut squash, also like the level of pepper that's in it might also be. Just want to make sure that you get a big old. Hi, my name is Martin Brown. Are you or a loved one a convicted felon currently serving time in a Missouri State Prison facility? Are you prepared for a life on the outside? The bills? The stigmas? At Brown and Trouser, we understand being released after serving time as a convicted felon can be a lonely and painful transition back into your former life. Well, now you can get help. Call us at Brown and Trouser, and we will get your prison sentence extended for up to 10 years, or we won't charge you a dime. Guaranteed. At Brown and Trouser, we know and value the safeness of your real home that you love so much. After all, you wouldn't be there unless it was truly the place for you. Three square meals a day, and not missing a single precious moment with your friends and intimate partners in incarceration. Call Brown and Trouser today and stay where you belong. Home. Call us at 618-796-5656. That's 618-796-5656. Our offices are open between the hours of 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't delay. Thank you. I mean, our lives are not that bad, but sure as shit, they could be better. You know what Trump said? Okay, go on. Bring it we on. need help from the boss. Uh, Joe, can you pull this clip up? You mean Bruce Springsteen? The Trump. boss. God, the boss. No, we need help from Jesus. The boss. Yeah, we can't say Jesus on the podcast. The man upstairs. We can say Lion's Choice and Diet Coke, but we can't say Jesus. What kind of trademark bullshit is this? He said at a rally. (laughs) He said at a rally after, like, right before the election, he was saying that, um, you know, people say to me, they say, you're the most famous person that's ever lived. I said, no. (laughs) No way. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, it's not even close. Jesus Christ. It's not even close. I don't want any arguments. I don't want any arguments. It's not even close. Jesus Christ. And all the... Still need help from the boss. There it is. I still think he's talking about Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) The whole time, secretly. (laughs) Jesus Springsteen. Did you listen to the whole thing? Come on, it's only one minute. Listen, listen it up. This is a big moment. I'll say it. I'll say it. (laughs) He said to me the other day, You're the most famous person in the world by far. I said, No, I'm not. No, I'm not. He said, Yes, you are. I said, No. He said, Who's more famous? I said, Jesus Christ. Yeah! 
that four was, more years. That, four <laughs> more years. That was his Abraham Lincoln like speech. Yeah, that was that his, was that was his, his Gettysburg address. That was his Gettysburg. <laughs> was him just being like, "Hey, no, 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 no. no, no. no. It's not me. It's Jesus." Yeah, like that. I love. I love shit. your your Trump sounds like Big Ange. You're right. I fucked that up. <laughs> Belvedere vodka, yeah. the best vodka. <laughs> I wake up at seven a.m. and I put Botox straight in my ass, <laughs> and I make a martini with Belvedere. One way that fake news as an idea um, presents itself is in these kind of fake dog whistle um, things. There's websites Mm -hmm. like ObamaWatcher.net where, you know what I mean? Like people are just Mm -hmm. like pumping out um, kind of, it's like fan fiction really of of like controversial news that isn't actually news and uh and so there's a lot of them digesting and sharing that in a really aggressive um kind of well like i i some of them were having a discussion on reddit or something that um that barack obama's mother was a cia sex operative or something it was a whole like yeah that's what i'm saying so like and then then these people have jobs because all the bars are closed (laughs) <laughs> and they and they can't go throw axes at the local watering hole because everything's shut down. So they retreat online and they do mm-hmm. that. They vape all their weed now, which I don't think is good for you. No, it's super potent. And that's I think where all those people died with the with rambles the popcorn your brain. lungs too. Is the counterfeit weed vapes? You know, I predicted this in April that you know if you have this many people out of work or brother, you know, just- brother, Zach is totally saying right now like what i was talking about is um i think there's a reason why the average age of the president keeps getting older and that's because mm. the same generation of people are clinging to power well, and and i think yeah i think they were all poisoned by lead when they were children because lead was in the gasoline it was in the fucking air it was in all yeah. the pipes it was in all the paint the paint yeah and then when those people were young adults that that's when those lead poison babies became um the ones of them that were going to become serial killers became serial killers and that's why we had all the serial killers in the 70s yeah that makes sense and then now those people are 74 years old and they're holding public office unnecessarily do you think there's a reason why we don't cap um at like age maximums for public office no i mean ageism well, that we do cap it on the on the on the short end, you know, with That's the youth, youthfulness. And um, not not that if you're 66 instead of 65 that you can't be president, but can't we? Um, but can't we just like say thank you for your service? We want you to take the rest of this time off and spend it with your family. Can't I mean, just- that's what happened with the Pope. You know, he, the the one before this this Pope. He's like, I'm tired. I'm I'm out of here. And they're like, Okay, okay, you know. Mr. Pope. And I think he was 84, but like hang um, it up. Here's the thing. I, I think conspiracy, you know, I've, I lost a lot of sleep over listening to Art Bell in, you know, when he was really in his That's prime. That's because you were up that late. Isn't that show on at like midnight? It was. And I hosted a show. I hosted a radio show for a, t- a couple of years um, uh, around that time as well. So um, I think, I think conspiracy theorists, um, which are m- more prevalent these days and it, it, it's, it's not even conspiracy theories anymore because they're becoming so popular and, and I wouldn't even call them that any longer. They're just alternate, like alternate facts is just another word for conspiracy. Um, 
But I, I think it's okay to say there are a lot of forces out of our control and there's a lot of people controlling this world that we have no idea. I get that. I get that we don't, we'll never know the truth to so many things, including even perhaps, you know, the election. I do believe it was a free and fair election and that Joe Biden did win, clearly. However, I think there's been people controlling who's going to be president probably since the beginning, you know, and it looks good. Uh, you know, the democracy looks robust because people are complying with the system. Because I get so mad, like Joe Biden acts like he's coming to save the day and I voted for him, so I'm OK with it. But right. I w- but if it was really let the best man win and if it's if it was really all free and fair, he should have run in 2016. Instead of letting the DNC rig it for Hillary mm-hmm. and just totally sitting it out, and then he's going to mm-hmm. come back, you know, he could have he could have just stayed in the White House. He could have just stayed there. He could have just um, moved yeah, bedrooms, and he could have just fucking yeah. and saved. And, and he, I feel like at this point, it's like, yeah, you're coming to take office now when you're much older and much less capable than you were four years ago. But you're mm-hmm. also, um. Maybe it's a little too late, buddy. Maybe you could have kept this from happening. But it's like the establishment is so rigged and, and so um, mm-hmm. draconian in their, their mm-hmm. control of things and just maintaining mm-hmm. things. And um, they use these social issues to get us to argue with each other about stuff. And really, they just maintain the status quo of like wealth inequality. I mean, yeah. I mean what the fuck? And I, I think that there's a point to that. And I under, understand that a lot of these... I cannot blame people for wanting to know the truth and for looking at alternate avenues. Unfortunately, um, the average education level of a lot of these folks is not as high as it could be. Um, the, you know, the, the, his Trump's base, um, you know, his majority older white men and a, a lot majority of them didn't graduate high school. Um, and so you'd leap to a lot of conclusions and you'd create this, this horribly open attempt at a fascist regime. And I'm very, I'm very, very reticent to look forward to an inauguration. I, I, I don't fully believe it's going to happen yet. I'll, I'll believe it when it happens. And then Trump hopefully will just, you know, fizzle out and these factions can go back into the woodworks or, or the fringe again. Yeah, I mean, people that say he's going to start his own network and he's going to he's going to do this and do that. Like, at, at what point do you think any of that's really true? Mm, I don't think he'll have much success, especially if they if they figure out. I mean, all of these divestments from corporations towards Holly, um, and um, you know, just when corporate. This is what's scary: the the seams of democracy are knitted together so delicately. Um, with our brand of capitalism and the, our hegemonic cycle, I feel like is completely ending because you're seeing the economic, like the corporations are, are, are not believing in the system at this point. Yeah. And so when they're fact- fractioning off and uh, it, it's all, it's all, it's like tremors and, and uh, perhaps the earthquake already happened, but I'm very concerned um, that the next 50 years or so, uh, are going to be just, just yeah. I'm supposed slow. to retire in thirty. Well, if the world's not going to look the same anymore, like we did the good old days, they're done. Motherfucker, why did I go to college? Well, because you had fun, didn't you? Not in college. No, you were too serious. 
Well, and it was like very, it was a commuter school. And I know, was, I know. You know, and we were all trying to be very polite and keep everything super consensual. So it was very, very boring. Mm, sorry to hear that. It was okay. I mean, I learned a lot of things. You know, I did a lot of um, self-parenting. Yeah, that's a good word for it. I you didn't. I mean? was wild as fuck. I got arrested a bunch of times. Why? For civil civil disobedience. Where? Good trouble. Uh, I was in Seattle for the protests in 99, and then up on Pine Ridge Reservation, and then down in Fort Benning, Georgia. You know, my new thing is I want to move to Wyoming, and I'm going to lease the back half of my land for fracking. Oh, well, you know what? They won't like you, the that's Wyomians. What, that's what that's what RuPaul's doing out there. She's fracking. Oh, she is. Okay. Well, they might like her. I don't know. Wyoming's uh, ranch ranch people are different. They're but I wanna, a special I wanna have form pigs. of conservatives. I want to get a couple of pigs. I want to rescue goats. Sweet. I want to get a. I want to get a llama. Get some alpacas. Get well, that's that my, the real game. problem is I, I feel like it's inhumane to just get one of something because it's going to be so lonely. Can you imagine if you thought you were the only donkey? Oh, my God. I knew this blind donkey on a hillside in India, and every day I he see. would cry. This is he would cry. This... He cried every day, the blind donkey. Not only was he the only donkey, but he didn't even see that he was the only donkey. Is so that not the blind. most tragic? He was blind. He was blind, and he was a donkey. And he was so loud. He cried. I mean, like, this type of crying was it was almost undonkey-like. It was deep. Oh, God. And he would go off on and on and on. It was right next to a temple. There was a temple everywhere. But it was just such a lonely little place for him. And he, and he wasn't even tied up. He just lived there. So what were you doing in India? I studied yoga for four months. Where? And Ayurveda. Uh, I studied yoga in Dehradun and in Pune. I studied um, Ayurveda. And then I was all around different spots. Wow. I love that country. Um, but and, here's the thing. I, and, so when, the, and so you were staying where? Where were you living where you were adjacent to the donkey? In, in Dehradun. I lived but in But like where? What kind of, was it a fucking townhouse? Was it a hut? Like what were you living in? I actually lived in um, a rather sizable house um, of people that didn't live there at the time. So it was maybe an Airbnb, you would call it. But like a but like a sublease situation. Yeah, it was included in the yoga tuition, basically, with the teachers that lived, you know, maybe a half mile away. Wow. And did yes. you have to carry buckets of water? No, they had running water. It was very, the accommodations were really nice. We oh. even had someone to do our laundry and someone to cook for us. Which I didn't was really mean to weird. assume. One time, I was chatting up this Indian gentleman on Omegle, and I said, "Oh my <clears> God, <throat> your English is really nice." And he got really mad because that was like his first language was English, and I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was insensitive to assume. I didn't. I you can't t say anything anymore. Am I yes. right? Who's Indian with me? English? Indian English. Um, the thing that the thing that's weird about the virus, though is that they shut India down with like zero cases, you know, in April. And, you know, the amount of people who die of other diseases each day in that country uh, is, 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 is massive. Um, I, I don't know. Globally, it's scary what has happened with the pandemic. And, and I'm sad to see it so successful in the United States. At the same time, the force that, 
the control of shutting things down happened globally is also caused this great concern for me because the suffering that it caused in India was like people were stranded for weeks and couldn't get home or, or do their jobs. And we're talking subsistence workers, like in our country, if you haven't traveled, you can't fathom what kind of subsistence we're talking about. We're not talking about, you know, um, uh, minimum wage jobs. We're talking about oh, really basic stuff. Yeah. And so there was this, I guess the phrase that stuck with me was this callous indifference to suffering. Um, and the, I don't know, I'm sad. The, the world is a sad place right now. And there don't seem to be very many good answers. Um, but I am hopeful that as Congress starts to... Joe, did you take like a career inventory assessment in high school? Yeah, we did. When I was in high school, we took this test. I think it's called the Missouri Connections now, which is probably what you took. Yeah, it is. Um, and it was supposed to point us in a career direction based on our aptitudes and interests. They told my buddy Mitchell he should be a ship captain. That's really cool. Like, I think I got business administration, which is weird, or what even is that? But uh, I feel like entrepreneurship was an option, and I didn't get that. So I don't really know. Like, I'm supposed to, I guess, manage somebody else's business. It's really funny. You're going to – I mean, this is really, really true. But they gave me school bus driver, which I've – I think that – it is I, offensive. I think male school bus drivers are on their way out. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think we're going to have grown men driving children in buses for much longer. No. I think that's going to be a... Uh, I hate to burst your bubble on that one. We should protest that. Um, I don't know about that. What? <laughs> Let Joe, us drive that is a slippery slope to a men's rights group. <laughs> Let us drive them. <laughs> Let me drive your kids to school. <laughs> Excuse me, family. My name is Joe. <laughs> I am an unemployed white gentleman, and I would like to drive your baby to school. I have a very short criminal record, and I'm going to wear a bright orange vest and Carhartt gloves. Dude, for real. I'm taking everything I have, and I think I'm going to dump it into merch, Joe. Hoodies, frisbees, money clips. Sweaters. Biracial fleshlights. I mean, what do you people... single first-year girls? Are you looking for some sexy girl witches to talk potions with? We want to find your snake in our chamber of secrets. Call now and use the coupon code DUMBLEDICK to activate our discreet billing method so you can hide your dragon in our forbidden forest. Call single witches just like me and we'll be your little house elf. We don't even need any clothes. Call us at 1-800-677-8989. And don't forget to use the extension 9 and 3 quarters. Call and visit our restricted section tonight. <laughs> 